0: Who the fuck buys ruffles?
1: Yo, who the fuck buys Mike and Ike? who the fuck? Okay, all right, that's it. This is how we're starting. Who the fuck
0: buys Mike and Ike's? Like several boxes, just eat Mike and Ike. Yeah, like I'm not hating on you. No, fans, I am. If you're a Mike and Ike fan, I am. <laughs> I just don't know. There's something wrong with you. I don't. The only time I've ever eaten Mike and Ike's is, like, Halloween, when I've eaten all the other candy.
1: And that's the only thing <laughs> that's left. Like,
0: it's, like, those and, like, fucking chocolate malt balls. Yeah. Like, you feel? Do you feel me? Like, then I'm like, okay, well, I haven't gotten my fix yet, so I gotta have more Mike and Ike's. But I just come down here, and someone's been eating fucking Mike and Ike's out of the box. Like a savage. And you know who I bet it is? I bet it's my brother's fiance. God, I'm sorry for him. Yeah, dude, I feel so bad. I gotta say. So I got Daniel. Like, playing. did
1: he know <laughs> did he, did he ahead know of time? Got
0: we gotta ask him if he knew ahead of time before. So so I got Daniel a play, PlayStation 4 for Christmas. Right. And he, as he's opening it, I turn to his fiance and I'm like, look, just so you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> so he opens it up and he goes, oh yeah, I got a PS4. And she looks at me and goes, how could you? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's even more fucked up? I regret this purchase for him. Because I buy him a brand new PS4, and he's still fucking using mine.
1: Oh, my God. I told
0: him he could have my account info, because like, he's going to just play Overwatch. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you can have my account info. I don't care. You can, I'll, I'll share my account with you. He's still using my PS4.
1: He's too lazy to plug in his own. Yours is already plugged in. It's just easier. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm going to no. plug in my PS4. <laughs> I'm going to a- plug my PS4, and I'm going to hide it. I'm going to hide it. You can't play it. You got your own
0: now. It's fucking ridiculous. Hi, welcome to Navi Tales. I'm Nick. I'm Josh. And today we are talking about 2018. Yeah. Uh, much like past years where we've done this, we, we usually have our first podcast of the year. Just kind of be a review of the past year. It's always fun for Nick and I, and we hope it's fun for you guys. I know people have reached out to us about it and said they've really liked our review episode. Yeah. So we, we do
1: it at this point annually because that's a thing now. Yeah, I feel like we kind of do it, like, gradually throughout the year in the uh, what we've been playing section. But this is, like, kind of, like, all-in-one encompassing final thoughts. We talk about the good, we
0: talk about the bad, and we talk about the disappointing. Yeah. And um, so so Nick and I have been putting together a list. Um, It's not comprehensive. We're not going to talk about literally every release this year. Yeah. There are things that we are going to miss. There are games that we haven't played.
1: Yeah, it's we, it's mostly what we've played between the two of us and like big things that maybe we didn't play between the two of us, but like we wanted to mention
0: and, and game like things that started like drama or things that got a lot of high praise. Yeah. Like things like that we're going to talk about. It's kind of a review of gaming through our lens. Um Nick and I both work full-time jobs. We don't have time to play as much video games as we wish we could.
1: Yeah. This isn't our
0: job. <laughs> Reviewing
1: games is not our
0: job. Yeah. So, so uh, but, um, it's always fun to do, and we hope you guys like talking about video games through our lens. Um, and first up on our list is Celeste, which is actually a game I'm not familiar with. Nick, take us away.
1: God, I love this game. It's so, it's great. The art style's is great. Um, it's uh, it's basically Super Meat Boy-y. It, it, it has that feel. It has that platformer feel, um, but it, it's very fast-paced uh, in its platforming and has like you bouncing off walls and a bunch, every level has different mechanics that improve on the platforming. And on top of that, it has like this whole narrative with it about, uh, this girl climbing a mountain and it, it deals a lot with depression and anxiety.
0: Hey, I got some of that.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, and it does it, I think it does it really well. Um, and I know a lot of other people have said that, um, and you know it's one of the biggest indie games to come out of this year, uh this past year, so and the music's great and it was just a it was just a blast to play.
0: Celeste was so big that it ended up on the Game Awards. It was nominated for the Game Awards Best Game of the Year. Right, like it's, that's, a, it's that's a what a big I, good game. Right, uh, but
1: yeah, I highly, I I don't, I don't think we want to spoil anything. We're just gonna give like general thoughts of you games. Know, yeah, uh, I don't I, really want to spoil. I, stuff. I think we
0: should say that at, we should have said that at the top. Normally our podcast is uh, spoilery. We, we do a lore podcast. Like it's gonna we're gonna talk about the story, we're gonna spoil things. This one we're trying to keep a little less spoilery just so that it's accessible to more people.
1: Yeah. I um, mean it might happen. We might, geek, it might happen. we might geek out too much. Yeah, but... we might
0: we might get real excited because we're just a bunch of nerds. But um even if we do get real excited and stuff, we're going to try to rein it in.
1: Yeah. So I highly recommend this game if you like platformers. I know it's not an easy game. Uh, platforming wise, um, but if you like that type of game, I would highly recommend it. If you have, if somehow you haven't picked it up yet, um, um, so next we have uh, Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z. I, I don't, I've, I don't I've really, always called it Fighter Z. I always said Fighters, but I don't. I don't think it matters. Um, you didn't play this. I right? did a little bit of did Bros? you So I played a lot of this when it came out. Uh, I played the whole story and like. Well, I played the whole story because I needed to unlock Android twenty one for that. Cool, and, and then I tried to get like all the the alternate cutscenes. Not al- not alternate cutscenes, but like if you go into certain fights with certain characters, you get different cutscenes and dialogue. Depen- and yeah, stuff. and dialogue depending on who you pick on your team because you have three characters yeah. to fight with. Um, but this game was great. I usually don't play fighting games outside of Smash. Uh, but this game, this game is definitely great. So it, was, it was, so, it felt, <laughs> fucking, it <You> felt, like <laughs> felt like I was a Dragon Ball. It felt like I was a Dragon Ball. No, it it really, like, felt like the show. I, uh, now that
0: it's off of Switch, I really want to pick it up, uh, but I am a fighting game fan, which is why it surprised, I feel like I was playing something else when this game came out, and I just couldn't you be, pro- I think you probably playing injustice still i, don't I was remember. probably still playing it it was a while ago it was the beginning
1: yeah. of the year when this came out i was so
0: probably still playing injustice too because i was addicted addicted to that game for a while um and i know tnmt came out late that year so i was probably still playing injustice too
1: yeah i feel like you were but yeah it was really fun all the all this moves and all the the different stuff you can do and like even like if you kill Krillin with Frieza on Namek. it does the scene from the show where, oh, that's he, where he dies, and like different stuff like that. Like it, it had super specific things. Like if you kill, if you beat Goku with Beerus in space, or something like that, he'll do like it. He does in the the movie. No, oh, that's cool. So like, there's specific scenes you can unlock just by beating certain people with certain people, it just in a normal fight. Um, but yeah, it was great. And then I didn't play any of the DLC characters because I kind of stopped playing by the time they were coming out. But a bunch of them look cool, like Broly look cool, and Bardock look cool. And, yeah. And um, <clears throat> I think they added fucking Vegito, Super Saiyan Blue Vegito. Oh, that's cool. And then for some reason they added base Goku and base Vegeta and wasted two DLC slots, but Man, I didn't pay for the pass, so I, I don't really care.
0: Uh, next up we have Mon- Monster Hunter World. Um, you, I bought this game. You bought it? <laughs> <laughs> you own it. Uh, I did not play this game much, though.
1: I sunk... I shit ton of hours into this game. You did, to the point where I bought this game. (laughs) Right. This game was so much fun, and I didn't even, like, finish the main campaign. I guess that's what you want to call it. Uh, Because I just hit hit a wall where I was, like, trying to grind for armor that I could past that wall and I just was grinding this monster for the longest time because I needed one more piece for the armor set and it just wouldn't drop it. And then another game came out. And then another game came out. Um but I put so much time into this game. It was so much fun uh fighting monsters constantly and I low-key might pick it back up whenever the Witcher DLC comes out. Yeah, I feel like that'd be the only the thing. Game, that gets from the game from when too. the game came out, I was like, you know, they should put the Witcher in this game because it just fits. And yep, they did it.
0: Yeah, you 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 were saying that for a while and it, I'm kind of in on a Witcher DLC, I got to be honest. Um ne- next up we have Metal Gear Survive, and if uh Kojima leaving Konami wasn't the nail in the coffin for the Metal Gear franchise, this was um it was a zombie game in the style of Metal Gear Solid 5, and I feel like it's about what it had in common with Metal Gear.
2: Yeah.
0: Um notoriously low review scores, um glitchy, boring game.
1: Yeah, stab, stab zombies through a fence with a stick.
0: Yeah, it's... it. I don't even know what they were thinking when they made this.
1: I don't know. They were probably... The money?
0: And and like, oh, let's keep the franchise alive, even though Kojima isn't here. Even though Kojima did all the writing and made this game awesome. Like... And look, this is... Metal Gear Solid 5 isn't the best Metal Gear game. Uh, cough, cough, Metal Gear Solid 3 is. But um, Metal Gear Solid 5 is still a Metal Gear game, and it feels like one, because it has its weird fucking story. And like that's the story for Metal Gear Solid Five is as convoluted as four was, as convoluted as three was, like it's just how it is, so w- with this one coming out and it them trying to emulate Kojima, but without the spark that is Kojima, it's just it was just shit it was just shit i I, I wanted to say it was a disappointment, but it wasn't because I knew this game was gonna be shit, yeah. Like I'm I'm looking at it, oh, you're gonna come out with a Metal Gear game without Kojima? Good luck. Right. Like those games are fucking ridiculous. They are both edgy, awesome, and weeby at the same time. And that's okay because that's what makes these games great. Like, I don't know, Metal Gear Solid Five was hopefully the death of the Metal Gear franchise. And this is coming from someone who loves it.
1: Yeah. Like I a, mean, it should have it should have
0: ended at five. Yeah. It should've ended at four. It should have ended when he left. It should have ended at four. Five was fun and great, even though Kojima's still a fucking pervert. I'll never get over quiet. <laughs> oh, I breathe through my skin, so I can't wear clothes. Anyway, um, next Same. up, <laughs> yeah, next up, we have Kirby Star Allies, which both of us played. Yeah, that game was awesome. This game was fun. It was such a good Kirby game. It was adorable. It was it, great. I love it,
1: Kirby so much.
0: And it felt like I was playing classic Kirby games. Yes. Like, in the past, I've played Kirby games, like, yarn, um, the, the Kirby yarn games. Right. Didn't really grab me the same way as, like, old-school old, old school Kirby games did. Yeah, like Superstar. Like, Superstar, yeah. But this one felt like Superstar, even though, like, you could also get, like, Meta Knight and King Dedede on your team. Right. Because, you, like, this was all team-based. It's really
1: neat. Yeah, and the, the whole combining powers to get, like, an electric sword or, like, a water sword or, like, water bombs or whatever. Yeah, wow, that I, was I really... really cool.
0: I never finished it. And I really should pick it back up. I own it. I I, I loved it. But
1: <clears throat> yeah, I hundred percented it. I did. I played most of it. The, they kept coming out with with allies from other games. They added like the fucking guy from Squeak Squad and shit like that. Oh, that's neat. Um, and they recently just did a one final f- update. I figure I th- I think they added like a new mode to it. <clears throat> Uh, but I haven't tested it out yet, and I wanted to, but, you know, Smash came out, so that, <laughs> that takes priorities over everything. Yeah, that takes priorities but, over uh, everything. But I do want to try that new update, because I do love this game so much, so I'm excited to go back to it and see what they added.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, sea of Thieves is a thing, um, and by Sea of Thieves is a thing, I mean Sea of Thieves is a disappointment. It's but done by Rare, correct? Yes. Okay, so Rare's Fall from Grace just keeps getting lower. Um. You gotta realize, like, I grew up on Rare games. Like, banjo is my shit. Like, I love... And, and, like, Donkey Kong Country, I love all those games. But Rare, ever since it got bought by Microsoft, just is trying weird things. Sea of Thieves is incredible in concept. Yes. Like, an open-world pirate game, where you, like, it, basically it's an MMO with pirates. But it just became an empty wasteland, which we'll get more on empty wastelands later. But, um... It. I hope that Sea of Thieves lives on through updates, and yeah. it has. It, it's gotten better since its initial yeah, release.
1: I so Sea of Thieves is a game that I have not played, but I watched a fuck ton of people stream it. Yeah, me too. Um, and it. I it was something I always wanted to play because I just the concept of being pirates with my friends sounded. Ridiculous. And I've watched some hilarious fucking moments uh, on stream of people playing this game. But it's hilarious because of the people playing it. Not because exactly. Of the, game. the game was very, at the beginning, um, I haven't seen much of it since all the updates. But at the beginning, it was it, very bare bones and very grindy. It
0: went the way of No Man's Sky where the release sucked, so everyone stopped playing it. Even though the game's still going on. Yes. And like this is, again, this is coming from someone who loves No Man's Sky now. But like it just went that way. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of when you and I were playing um, For Honor with Bro when the beta was out. Like yes. You and I played For Honor for a couple hours, and we were like, this kind of sucks. Right. And then Bro hopped on it. It was fucking amazing.
1: Right, because we were playing with because Bro. We were playing and made with,
0: it, and it still sucked, but he made it funny. He made it funny and fun, and we were having a blast after that. And Bro's like, we should pick this up. I was like, we really <laughs> no. shouldn't pick this up. We should not play this. This isn't. This is only fun because we're playing it together. Yeah, this is not fun in any other way, and, and like that's what I felt about this game. Like this game has the potential to bring people together for something really fun, but it just falls short of having any other value other than playing with your friends.
1: Exactly.
0: Next up, we have Detective Pikachu, which I think is going to be the best movie ever. Anyway,
1: yeah, this was a this was a game first. Um, I watched somebody stream this whole game. Uh, I watched a lot of it. It was interesting. Uh, it was very, it was, it was funny. Just,
0: it's way different than any other Pokemon game. It's really only feels like a Pokemon game in title alone.
1: Right. It's, it's got, you know, it's got the whole point and click m- mystery thing, but it's like super fucking easy. Like, I wish it was a bit harder to be honest. Uh, but you know, it's a kid's game. So I guess they kind of went too easy, but, um, it was just, it was charming and and that's why I'm glad they're turning
0: it into a movie. Right. If they're going to turn anything in the Pokemon franchise into a movie, either A, do the original Pokemon movie as a live-action movie, that'd be fucking dope, but I don't know who they'd cast as anyone, or B, this game.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with this game, so you're not really like comparing it to, like, the anime. Right. Me, that's why or, I'm, like, way doing better a reboot with this. And, like, I guess technically this was already a game, but, like, I'm fine with this. Yeah. Like, this makes more sense and, to me. And I know a lot of
0: people are weirded out and uncomfortable by it because it looks weird and uncomfortable, but, like... Hey, they're monsters. Give me fucking Ryan Reynolds voicing a Pikachu. Or I leave. Right. <laughs> like, um... Next up, we have Far Cry 5, which is about cults. I don't know why I didn't play this game other than the fact that I've never played a Far Cry game.
1: Yeah, I haven't played Far Cry game either. Um I didn't hear I heard it was good. I heard it was heard, really good. Yeah, I heard it was fine. Um and that was about it. But I heard it was fine and that it was another open world Ubisoft game.
0: Right. That's why I don't care about open world Ubisoft games really. Um, but I I am interested in the story for it because I really do like cults, And this is the first Far Cry game like in America. Like I it looked interesting for that reason. I'll probably pick it up on a sale of some sorts, but it got great reviews. Um Leave a comment if you want to talk more about Far Cry 5 and their cult them. Because I feel like this is a game we can't do justice because neither of us played it or have cared at all about this franchise.
2: Yeah. But it
0: was, it was not because it's release. bad.
2: Yeah, no. Was, we can't
0: play every like big-name big game. Exactly. But speaking of big-name games... Oof. The big boy himself. You and I got to talk about God of War again. God damn, I love this game. It's so good. I... Ever since God of War 3 happened, I've been wanting God of War in a Viking setting, because they rumored like God of War 4 was going to be in a Viking setting. And then 10 years later, they fucking did it, and I loved every second of it. The other day, so I I got it from my dad for his birthday, uh, who has even less time to play games than I do, and he had to finish Spider-Man first. Right. So I've been watching him play through God of War a little bit, and he got... This is going to be spoilers skip ahead one minute it got to the point where uh he was getting the blades of chaos yep and i was like oh my god this is one of my favorite moments of video games it year. really is it's incredible uh it just the the feeling and everything oh my god it's great
1: yeah the game felt great the, just the weight of everything the weight of throwing the axe and it coming back to you and just well and you're talking weight of physical what about the weight of oh, the yeah. relationship
0: between Kratos and Atreus Oh yeah that too um like the the fact that you watch Atreus grow into a man kind of throughout this whole process is incredible Yeah and like Kratos has to deal with the fact of like that's what he's dealing with it's Yeah and like try and be a father yeah cuz he's real fucking bad at it um boy but um boy I I think that this is one of the best games to come out in years. Oh, I agree. It's so fun and it feels great. If if you are on the edge of getting a PS4, let God of War be the reason you get it. Yes. Um, You 100% completed it. I didn't. I completed <laughs> a lot of it. Uh, I completed the story, ob- main story, obviously, but I didn't complete every side quest. Pumped. I didn't get all the Valkyries because I loved those.
1: Yeah, I did the, all the side quests. I didn't, I didn't get all the the stupid collectibles like I didn't kill all the ravens and like find every little Did you get thing. the 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 secret ending? Uh maybe what is it? Spoilers.
0: Spoilers. Skip ahead 30 seconds.
1: Uh when fucking Thor shows up. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. I got that. Um but yeah, so I did I did all the side quests because they were just fun to do and it was just more riding around the boat and listening to Mamir talk, so I'm fine with that. Which
0: again, I want to throw out there, my advertisement free of charge uh, for Audible. If you don't have Audible, pick up Audible and get the God of War uh, book on Audible. It's narrated by the guy who voiced Mamir. so you can basically hear Mamir tell the story of God of War. It's fucking great, because <laughs> that voice is a That is the voice of Mimir in my head from now on. Yeah. Like, I always pictured him as, like, this big, stoic kind of thing, but, like, that accent and that voice and those, like, bad jokes and kind of how he deals with things, I was like, okay, that fits way better than what's in my head.
1: Yeah. No, I agree.
0: And as someone who is obsessed with Norse mythology, it fits so well. It's not flawless, because nothing is, but it fits so well.
1: Like, I just, it's such a good game. Yeah. It was dope. Finding, doing all the side quests, finding the Infinity Gauntlet, putting (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: because in the Infinity Gauntlets in the game—it's uh, uh, it's in the game as an Easter egg. Yeah. Speaking
1: of which, I got Thanos socks today. <laughs> I um, um, yeah, and the Valkyries were fun, except for the last one—that was that was a fight. I just love how they look. Oh yeah, they were dope. Um, next
0: up, we in a year of loot boxes need to talk about the best uh, Nintendo Labo. Um, okay, sure. <laughs> so neither of us picked up Labo because we're twenty-five. But um Yeah, I don't feel like spending that much money on cardboard. But I, I want to talk, I want to mention Labo and what it is, is Labo was never meant for us. No. Like, he, it was meant for kids and families, and I think kids and families have a blast with Labo.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I would have a blast with Labo, too. I just don't. Yeah. I just like, I just need to be more responsible.
0: Yeah. Um, um, I, I feel like I wouldn't have a blast with Labo. I think I'd get
1: pissed at it, and it'd just be a novelty to me. I would have fun with it initially, and then right. probably never And then it, it would end
0: up in a chest somewhere, yep. taking up room that I don't have. Right. And that is fine, because it's not meant for me. It is definitely meant for a completely different crowd, but that crowd can get the same enjoyment I get out of my Nintendo Switch through Labo. And I think that Labo is really cool in that regard. Yes, I agree. I think, like, the, the fact that you can be a giant mech, but you're, like, wearing a mecha made out of cardboard, punching things with your Joy-Cons that are, like, attached to it. It's really neat. Like, the fact that you can use your Joy-Cons to make literally a, like, car that you can control. That's really neat. It's a really creative, neat idea, because the Nintendo Switch is a really creative and neat console. So, I, I'm, I like it. I, I like it. I'm never going to buy it. It's not for me. Exactly, but I, f- I think it's fucking cool and it's at least thinking outside the no pun intended box <sighs> Destiny 2 mind, you played it, I didn't
1: yeah, <laughs> I did play it because I it came with that copy I bought at launch yeah, it was just another disappointing DLC uh, I feel like I've, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but it, it
2: yeah, it yeah. It,
1: You made a uh, DLC about Rasputin, and you had like two seconds of Rasputin in it, where he spoke, and I shit myself because that's what we all wanted. Because it was dope. And then, but he spoke at the end of the campaign for the DLC.
0: Right when you look, that was it. Because I remember when we got Destiny Two, we were hyped that the first two DLCs were going to be Osiris and and Rasputin Rasputin because those were both um, enigmas in the original Destiny. Osiris was always mentioned and always kind of hinted at but you never met Osiris. And you meet Osiris, and it's kind of disappointing. Yep. Like Because Osiris should be way cooler than he is. And then same thing with Rasputin. You like deal with Rasputin, his mystery gets unraveled a little bit, and then you don't do enough. It's like, you're almost getting me there, Nintendo, but you're not finishing... Oh, not Nintendo. Nintendo. Fuck, you got me there, Nintendo. You're almost getting me there, Destiny, but you're not fucking finishing me off. And that's not
2: fair.
1: (laughs) You can't do this to me. Um, you yeah. are teasing me, and not in a good way. But yeah, it was just kind of disappointing because of that. And it was the same thing with Curse of Osiris. And it was just like... Yeah. yeah these DLC, these DLCs, both of them, Curse of Osiris and uh, Warmind, had glimpses of, like, really cool shit in them. But that was it. It was just small glimpses. And then just a whole lot of nothing. And, like... It, there wasn't much substance. Like it, then, I flew through it and was done. <laughs> and then, but
0: like the the publishers of this game wonder why they can't get their base back
1: because they've successfully
0: done what their base doesn't want. Yeah. So uh,
1: I'm gonna skip ahead a few because we're on the subject. So just yeah, we should out. talk about this now too. The, uh, the, uh, they also released Forsaken this uh this year. I didn't play it because it didn't come with the game. So and I, I wasn't I was, gonna buy a new DLC. I was burnt out with the two that I got already and you played them <laughs> um and so i wasn't i didn't have high hopes for it however i've heard forsaken actually isn't the worst i've heard that i've heard that forsaken is one of the best if not the best destiny has been since taken king which i think was the best that destiny ever was exactly so um i so i, I kind of watched and like kind of looked into the story a bit and it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't anything
0: like... Was it anything as crazy as the Taken King coming? No. Because, yeah. let's be honest, Oryx is still one of my favorite video game characters. Yeah. Like, that's why I still have,
1: like, my original Destiny trio down there. Right. Like, I love those guys. No, I still think the Taken King thing is better. Um, But I think... I don't know. I heard, like, the game added... The game itself got better with this update. Um, They added a cool mode... Yeah, called, I heard about that. Called Gambit, which was like a combination of PVE, PvP. Yep. Um, I watched, I watched a little gameplay of that. It looked kind of fun, and they added a bunch of new shit, and they continue to add new shit that I like. Look at every once in a while because there's a streamer that I watch that is a Destiny streamer. So every once in a while, he'll obviously play that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does look like the game definitely got much better with this update since launch and those two previous dlcs but I still, which i'm happy for but i'm happy I, but it's not winning me I'm back like, man. i'm out yeah Dude. i i tapped out
0: yeah, yeah i tapped out too i you're not winning me back destiny sorry you trying but it ain't gonna work ain't gonna happen next up we got pokemon quest which was a free game on the nintendo switch yep um, and i think it eventually came to mobile yeah which eventually
1: came to mobile it was definitely more of a mobile game um, oh yeah it was a mobile game where you, were you run around as cubes yeah i put more hours in this game that I probably like to admit when it first came out. <laughs> I didn't put any. Um, but it was very it was very basic. Like you gotta you gotta stay on a timer, or whatever, that you could go and fight Pokemon. You bring like you bring like two or three Pokemon and they all have different and they have like different moves. I think like they have like a, a normal move and a charge move, kinda like Pokemon Go. And uh yeah, you just kind of fight Pokemon and go through each level, and then you can like put food and like there's like a home base, and you can like put food in a pot, and that'll attract Pokemon. And depending on what food you use, they yeah, attract at least, different types.
0: At least on iOS, Pokemon Quest is mobile.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it was it was fine. It wasn't one of the worst mobile type games and I've also, ever played, but like. A-
0: at this time the there wasn't a bunch of great things on the switch
1: yeah that's why i was playing it yeah
0: like it was a lull in switch games coming out and it like it was still before like everything was coming out on switch yeah so i remember so i remember we were both kind of going through a lull then
2: yeah it was probably
1: um, when did this come out
0: this whole time period this year was a, a real big lull for games for at least you and i
1: like it yeah, was after it God was like,
0: we were trying to find something to play.
1: Yeah, it was like, because it was like end of May, and like a lot of shit doesn't come out in the summer, which yeah. always pissed me off as a kid. Because like, hey, yeah, we're out of school. We got the summer to play games, and nothing fucking comes out. That's usually when I go back and play
0: backlog. Yeah. That's um, usually when I backlog, check all that off. And then all
1: the games come out as soon as I start school. Yeah. But I don't have that fucking issue anymore. Yeah, <laughs> because we're adults and we just have no time. No, I just have no time. Whatever. <laughs> Um, so next we have Mario Tennis Aces, which I played the demo of. They did like a server test one really weekend fun. and I had a fucking blast. I never ended up picking it up. I kind of want to still pick it up, um, but it was really fun. Uh, I don't think I've played much of the Mario Tennis games. I want to pl- just pick it up to play as a chain shop. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've played it here and there, but it was, uh, it was really fun to play that, um, that, uh, play test weekend. Yeah, it's I, really fun.
0: I think this is dev- this is on my list of games that I want to pick up on the Nintendo Switch when, like, if, when they go on sale. Um, Hello Neighbor had its full release. Uh, Hello Neighbor's been around for a minute now, but it actually had its full release, and it sucked. Did it? <laughs> yeah, so the the betas have just been making the game better and better, and then this one tried to add in, like, a story that doesn't make any sense, uh... and uh, it's still, it still was a glitchy mess, and it's one of those things where, like, this is acceptable if you're releasing betas and adding more and more each time. This is unacceptable as a complete game. I, it it came out and it was I was just like this isn't okay. This yeah. This isn't.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know it had like a lot of buzz when it was like first coming out or first being like talked about, and like I was kind of like, oh, this looks kind of cool, and then it kind of like so, <laughs> it took forever to like get anywhere. So I kind of like I f- forgot about it. So I
0: followed that game for a while, and it and it was peri- being updated pretty regularly to its beta. And then it was like, next week we're coming out with the full game. And then everyone was like, Really? Next week? And then like it came out and we were like, yeah, this is about what we expected. So um it's out on Switch now. I I half of me wants to pick it up just to see how it is, but half of me knows I'm not gonna spend 30 bucks on this fucking game. Right. I've better things to spend my money on, like gas.
2: <laughs> um
0: but between sandwiched between two pieces of shit. Let's talk about Dead Cells.
1: Yeah. Dude, I <laughs> love this game. I'm so glad we found this game at PAX.
0: I, I'm so glad we found this game at PAX. I yeah. i didn't even buy this game because it really wasn't my style.
1: But like at PAX, I was like, this is the best game I've played at PAX. Yeah, that was my favorite game to play at PAX that year. And you, me, and bro played it. And then me and bro ended up picking it up. Yeah. Um, I put a lot of hours into this game. It was so much fun. And I know this is like that weird time when I was this year when I was playing a shit ton of roguelikes um, you played so many roguelikes this year dude I played so many roguelikes this year I played Dead Cells I played Enter the Gungeon and there was an I feel like there was another one
0: the messenger No, messenger that's a, wasn't roguelike that's
1: a I thought I played one more uh, maybe it'll come to me later but yeah Dead Cells was so much fun the uh I liked the the style the combat was fun and like What separated it from different roguelikes to me is, like, so play, I'll use Enter the Gungeon as an example, because I just mentioned that, and I was playing pretty much both at the same time. Um, uh, Enter the Gungeon was also really fun. Um, And, like, you play, and it's kind of like Binding of Isaac. When you go through the level, you can get more powerful as you go through the level. But if you die, you pretty much restart at the beginning. Yeah. And you don't really get much. I think you, get, you can, like, fill a journal of, like, hey, I got this item or I got this power up. But that was pretty much it. Dead Cells is every time you die, you still feel like you're progressing. Okay. Because you, you collect cells from beating enemies, from beating bosses. And then you can turn those in to unlock things. You can unlock weapons. You can find blueprints uh, on your journey. And then, like, unlock that weapon. So the next time you go through the game, now you can get that weapon to drop. Um, you can change the beginning, like when you walk out of the the cell at the beginning of the game. There's weapons there. You can change what those weapons are. So instead of like the standard sword and shield, now it can be any weapon you ha- you have unlocked can spawn oh, can spawn there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can also uh, up you can also unlock abilities. Uh, there's it gives you it, I think it starts you with one potion you can unlock so you can have multiple potions you can heal yourself more than once, and which allows you to get further and further, yeah, so it is a rogue like where you die, you have to start at the beginning, but there's still progression, which is why I liked it, and it like was always that like all right, one more one more one more, I can go farther this time um like i I made it to the boss and died all right, I upgraded some stuff I'm a bit stronger now i I think I can beat him this time yeah it was it was really fun i hi- if you I know roguelikes are annoying, but if you have it, if you like them, I would definitely, definitely recommend this game if uh, you haven't picked it up.
0: Next up, we got to talk about We Happy Few.
1: Yeah. uh, Which I've been following for years now. Same, because I was super excited when this game got
0: announced. It looked like a Bioshock game, and I went, Ooh, I liked Bioshock. (laughs) I liked that game. And like the concepts were really interesting. I was like, Ooh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh,
1: Clunky piece of shit. Yeah, this game was like just didn't come out. It was in, like, development hell. Yeah. And, like... And it should have stayed there. ...changed hands. Yep. And then it finally came out, and I uh, heard it was garbage. And I was very disappointed. Yeah, I was, too. Because, like I said, I was really, really super excited when this game was first announced. Yeah. Uh, I remember when it had its E3 trailer. Was it an E3 trailer? Uh, Maybe.
0: Definitely had a trailer somewhere where we watched it together.
1: Yeah, I even tried playing it at PAX one year, but, like, the line was really long.
0: Because everyone was really excited for this game and it yeah. came out and it was but um but you know what isn't but spider man
1: god this this game
0: I actually gotta play the DLC still I'm I'm behind on the DLC Yeah I haven't played, I haven't played
1: any of the DLC it all just finished coming out. Um but the god, main
0: this... game was arguably one of the best depictions of
1: Spider Man I've ever seen. Yeah. This game made me feel some type of way.
0: Yeah, I had feelings about this game.
1: I had some real feelings about this shit.
0: It made me have feelings.
1: It was just like blissful joy swinging around this goddamn city.
0: It felt so good.
1: In some red tights, red and blue tights.
0: I didn't I mean, always use red and blue no, tights. No, I know. But still. <laughs> it, I, I don't know what more to say about this game that I haven't already said other than it's the best depiction of Spider-Man I've ever seen. Yeah. And I know it's cliche- to say it makes you feel like Spider-Man. Cuz you're fucking supposed to. That's the point of the game. Yeah. But I've played Spider-Man games before and I feel like I'm controlling Spider-Man in those games. This one makes me feel like I'm playing uh, being Spider-Man. And like the voice acting is fucking next level incredible. Um and a lot of critical role voice actors are in it.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, it was great. The, the story was good. The characters were all great, even the villains. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, uh, like, doing things, like, felt worth, worth it. Oh, because, yeah. Because, like, you got points to upgrade yourself. And upgrade your skins. abilities. And upgrade suits, because all the suits were fun. It was fun to change costumes. And it was fun that you And then each costume you didn't came have with to it,
0: buy each one individually.
1: Yeah, and each costume That's came funny. with its own ability, which you could then put on a different suit if you liked the ability, but not the costume. Oh, yeah. It was just really cool.
0: Yeah, it was. They did a
1: they did a spectacular job with this game, and
0: it's done by Insomniac, and Insomniac's always made great games. Yeah, I obviously they set up a sequel at the end of this game, and uh, it's obviously going to be made because this made Sony so much fucking money.
2: Oh yeah. Um.
0: So uh, I'm looking forward to when the sequel comes out.
1: Yeah. If you have a PlayStation, you have not played this. God pick this up
0: yeah if this this i feel was the year for playstation exclusives oh 100 percent. or exclusives in general i mean xbox doesn't have a lot of exclusive properties but um like the nintendo exclusives were great too right um so let's talk about shadow of the tomb raider and by let's i mean
1: you i didn't play it uh <laughs> i played the other two and i really liked them um i like this new this new tomb raider series uh, I heard that this one, I it just came out, like it came out like what this a week after Spider Man. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm playing Spider Man. <laughs> um. I heard it was pretty. I heard it was good, and but I heard it wasn't like anything crazy compared to the other ones. Yeah. Like it was just more of the same. But that wasn't necessarily bad. It's necessarily bad, but it didn't. I don't know. Like I said, it, I was playing Spider Man. So they kind of got pushed to the side, and then now here we are at the end of the year, and I still haven't played it. Uh, I probably will at some point you know, pick it up on sale when I have nothing to play, if, I, if I'm in a lull or in a, in a rut. Um, but I heard it was good. Um, if you if you like the other ones, I see no issue picking up this one, uh, if you're looking for something to play.
0: That's actually how I feel about the next game, weirdly enough. so, really? so I generally dislike this franchise. We're, we're about to talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I generally dislike this franchise. The first one was really interesting when it first came out because it was uh, weirdly accurate to Jerusalem at the time. But as the franchise has gone further and further, I've cared less and less.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, you got me back with a little bit with Black Flag, and you got me back and the, but and I like picked up uh, Syndicate when it was on sale one time, and I put a little bit of Syndicate, even though it was a glitchy piece of shit mess. Um, however, I guess. Something happened over there because uh, Origins came out and it was great, apparently. And uh, Odyssey is supposed to be great too. Um, not the greatest game ever made, and definitely a shadow of what it could have been. Yeah, but I m- have nothing against it, and it's set in an era that I'm very familiar with. Gotta realize that. For me, these games are more about the history and the accuracy to that than it is why most people play it. Right. Because it's just what I care about. So like Black Flag, I played Black Flag because it was fun, not because it was accurate. This one feels like it was more accurate. It feels like they went back to the roots with uh, Origins and stayed in those roots with uh, Odyssey. So I think it'd be really fun to play, but it's not one I'm going to pick up right now. I didn't pick it up yeah I, like I said, I generally don't like this franchise,
1: yeah this was the game what this was that game that had uh fifty different versions at launch too because're we
0: yeah, and instead, I'm going to buy it digitally when it's like seventy five percent off right so f- fuck you um, now we're gonna talk about super Mario Party, which is a great game
2: <laughs> it's fun, it's real fun.
0: it's
1: such a good Mario Party game. it is it's I think the best Mario Party game since two. <laughs> Um, I don't, so I think it, I, overall, I really like this game. Um, the maps kind of don't do it for me. I'm hoping they come out with more. I'm hoping they come out with more because there's five and a lot of them kind of suck. Like, I don't like the fruit one. I didn't play the fruit one. Fruit one's dumb. It's, it's four islands and the top two connect through a bridge. The bottom two connect through a bridge and then they connect diagonally through warp pipes. Oh, gosh. Uh, but I feel like you, a lot, nine times out of 10, you just get stuck on one island going in a circle. What tracks. I'm
0: excited about is we're not all in one car and yes, we're not all one entity. It's actually competitive again.
1: <laughs> yes. I like, so yeah, the, the, the main thing I have with it is that I don't like the maps. I don't think there's enough and I don't think they're that great. Um, there's some of them that are cool. I like the, the fifth one you unlock. That's all like money based. Oh, cool. We're like. It's pretty much just like a tower that you climb, and then when you get to the top, you go back to the bottom. But every time you the and the star stays at the top, like it doesn't move like the other maps.
0: Oh, interesting! So it's just a race
1: to the top. It's a race to the top, but what happens is every time you go to the top, you pass by a uh, a thing, or when you buy it, it changes, it randomly changes the price of the star from like five coins to like twenty, maybe even higher, because they're usually ten in this game. So it changes it from like I think it goes like five, ten, fifteen, twenty, maybe maybe even higher. So like it's cool. Um, but that's my main gripe with the game. Things I like, I like that every character has a specific dice. Um, outside their normal. really an idea, and you can like team up dice, with other characters. And that you can you, get, find. you can get allies on your side, so that way you get to use their dice as well. Yeah. Their character specific dice, and then when you roll, they roll uh, a one or a two. Uh, yeah. to to aid you in your roll. And then they can, they can help you with mini games too.
0: Yeah, it's a really neat. Uh, and if you don't play Monty Mull, you're a
1: bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I th- I think it's it's really fun. I just really hope they come out with uh, DLC boards. Yeah. When when Mario Super Mario
0: Party was released, I I had a couple friends over from college, from out of uh out of town. Shout out to Alec, listener. Um, and we, and we played Super Mario Party while we were all kind of fucked up, and I just remember. Playing Monty Mulgo and I'm playing him for the memes. <laughs> I'm playing him for the memes. Yeah. And then Matt was uh, I think our friend Matt was Waluigi and I was like guys meme squad. Like <laughs> it's just like I don't know. It's they they have a ridiculous, ridiculous characters in this game. Oh, they do. Um Call of Duty Black Ops 4 came out and it, it was a loot box dredged down piece of shit. My brother now owns it
1: same <laughs> <laughs> my um, brother
0: i the the ps4 i bought him actually it the, i could either buy a standard ps4 i could buy one with black ops 4 for the exact same price so
1: i went like, yeah. i guess i'll give him a free game yeah um i'm pretty sure this was one of those i think this is with a game that like didn't have loot boxes at yep. or microtransactions when it was released but you could feel that it, you, it, it was, was missing really grindy really it was difficult. really grindy and everybody could feel that it was missing so they left it out so when people reviewed it when the game came out, or like before the game came out with like early copies, nobody could talk about it because it wasn't in the game, and then they put it back in. Uh, so because, like,
0: because it's not like we can't upload comma again.
1: Like, yeah, but most people aren't. Yeah. Like the big named people are probably not. Yeah. Like they might like make an article it's about fucking,
0: it. It's fucking tricky how and they, I don't like it. And yeah. it kills me because I actually like, I've bought every game in the Black Ops franchise because I'm obsessed with zombies. Like, one of the brainchilds behind this podcast was like, oh, man, I want to talk about zombies lore. Yeah. Like, and when I say zombies, I mean specifically Call of Duty zombies. Because it's fucking great and dense and really fun and outrageous. Like, it's well-written and really fun. But, like, and this game brought zombies back. But I'm not going to play this game because no. you're trying to fucking be tricky. Yeah. Like, they, I'm an idiot. They
1: took out a campaign. They added Fortnite. <laughs> they added Battle Royale. Um. That's about it.
0: Added Battle Royale, but after it was done. Oh well, yeah. Like Fortnite won the Battle Royale wars. Congrats. It's still like a relevant thing. Like you you added it in after the war was won. You were like, "Guys, I showed up for the battle." And Fortnite's already like, "Guys, relax. Guys, we won. <laughs> we already won." Uh what wasn't a disappointment apparently was Red Dead 2. Yeah. I've heard incredible things about this game. The I, testicles retract,
1: Nick. Oh boy! But other than that, I've actually heard that this game is
0: legitimately great.
1: Yeah, I've heard it was really great too. Um, I watched an interesting video. Uh, by Nikki Jakey. Oh my god, I love Nikki Jakey, who I highly recommend as a YouTuber. But he did a a, a really long video, uh, for his standards. Um, his what, standards. Was it Twenty minutes long. No, uh, it was sort of like half hour. Oh no, shit. Um, he did a video on. Uh, This comes from him being a person who has praised Rockstar in a lot of his videos. Yeah. Um, He did a video on how he thinks uh, Rockstar needs to change their formula, and they keep doing the same thing.
0: I haven't seen this one, but I've seen it pop up on my feed.
1: Uh, It was really good. It was basically him saying that, like, basically Rockstar could have went two different paths. Uh, Path one being true, true open world a la Breath of the Wild. Or path, two being scripted big moments Beroided in your story. In your story, shit. Allah, uh, he used Uncharted Two as an example. Okay, and he's like, they did both, and they just kind of conflicted. So he 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 goes through a lot of good examples of like. He's like, you want me to do all this open world stuff, like bathe my horse and feed it, and and do this to like, like um keep my stats up and stuff. But you won't let me do missions the way I want. Um, and he talked about how, like, you can turn off the hub and the game comes and the the map in the corner turns into a compass and the game comes with a physical map. So you can, like, the, and like, I guess, like, if you turn the hub off, people will give you more directions oh, interesting. in the game. Um, but the issue he ran into was like, he was doing a mission and the game was like, uh, he stole a stagecoach and it was like, park it in a secluded spot. So he's like, all right, let me find a spot. But he couldn't find it because it wanted a specific spot in this specific it's not just
0: any secluded spot it's my secluded spot right
1: and he yeah. was like he used the example he kept saying like you know daddy daddy Rockstar, or whatever he said like want you to do this yeah he probably called it daddy Rockstar. um so it was like very it's a, a very good video and i feel like i agree with a lot of what he said even though i haven't played the game but like
0: that's like, not. It's, it's not it's like uncommon. A, just, it's not just a rock star issue. No, I know.
1: It's like I can see why. Like I, like I didn't pick it up, and I like sure I would. I would enjoy playing it, but like I can see that those things annoying me. Yeah. Um. But I yes, I have heard. Other than that, I still think he still like enjoyed it and highly recommended it. Uh, I just thought it was an interesting take, and I wanted to to shout that out. But yeah, I've heard really great things about this game, and it looks goddamn gorgeous does it really does it looks incredible um next
0: up we got a game that i played that you didn't which is i feel rare for this list (laughs) right um call of cthulhu um uh like i said when i was talking about it before this game isn't made for you this game is made for me yeah it really is i it's based on the call of cthulhu tabletop rpg which is based on the writings of hp lovecraft which is my favorite author of all time I was able to forgive this game for more than I think you would forgive this game for. The game's fun. It's not the best game I've ever played. It's going to fade into the oblivion of my mind at some point and I'll see it three years from now and go, Oh shit, I played that game. I should play that again. Cause it was a lot of fun and that's about it. But I had a lot of fun with this game because I like this kind of shit. It was like, a A mystery where like you you don't have any power or anything like you're you're running away from things more than you're fighting things which i think is really neat and very lovecraftian um and like it it had really cool very lovecraft elements with like tentacles and gross shit like if you look at something that's driving that that is otherworldly too long you start getting driven mad and stuff but you would not like this game. You'd think this game is a steaming pile of shit. It's not the greatest made game, right? Like I'm playing this game and I'm like, why am I having frame rate issues? I'm playing this on a PS4. This game's not that fucking powerful. Like it's it, It's not the best game of all time. I don't recommend this game for anyone other than fan. Which which sucks because it,
2: I I think everyone should be a fan. Um, yeah, it's not that I don't like the
1: the um. Fucking words. The uh the topic. Like, yeah, you just it's, what it's based on. Um, I think it's I think it's cool, but like I'm not like a diehard fan. Like you You're are. not
0: me. You don't have I am providence on your fucking car. You're not wearing right. a Cthulhu shirt right now. Right. Like I'm a a I'm like a diehard fan, and because of that I was able to forgive this game and go, okay, yeah, that kind of sucks, but like you're still a call of Cthulhu game, and I swear to god, I saw that tentacle headed bastard in this game. So I it's cool things like that. Where, like, I, I think it's really fun and really great. But if you're not a fan of the source material, and I mean the either the RPG, the tabletop RPG, or the writing, the the writings of works of H.P. Lovecraft, you're not going to think this game's that good. That's why it got mediocre reviews. Because it was a mediocre game, but I had a lot of fun with it because I I fucking got to stab some otherworldly creature that came out of a pain, painting. <laughs> Like, it's cool. And at the uh, end
1: of the day, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, that's what matters. Speaking of disappointments, The Quiet Man is a thing. Yeah, I don't know much about this. I added this to the list. This is the game that me and you saw the review on, that Jim Sterling did. Right.
1: I, um, yeah, I don't know much about it other than I remember, vaguely remember the trailer for B3, and then I saw Jim Sterling's video. Which is fucking... Pre- and that was about it. The game is about as pretentious as
0: it gets. You basically are playing a deaf guy uh, playing this game and not knowing exactly what's going on and then after the game was released they announced that they, were, they, they had a countdown clock after you beat it because you beat it in like two hours. Um, and uh, the countdown clock was like to a week later and then like you could he- play the game with sound on. And when I show this to my brother, he's like, that's not how deaf people hear. Like, this isn't how deaf people view the world. This is dumb.
2: Because
0: <laughs> if, if you don't know my brother's Pretty much deaf. Deaf. Yeah. He's got hearing aids, but uh, do so much. But yeah, he's really, really fucking deaf. But yeah, it's a pretentious piece of shit, and I needed to talk about it because I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't love it because it's good. I love it for the same reason I watch bad movies. This is dumb and stupid, and you're trying too hard, but <laughs> it's so fucking unself aware. Yeah. It's so not aware of what it is that I adore it. Um, Next we have Spyro Reignited. Um, we'll talk later why Spyro Reignited isn't on a list that we're going to talk about uh, towards the end. But Spyro Reignited is
1: fucking amazing. Yeah, it's really pretty. I I, have, I haven't actually played it, but I've watched people play it.
0: I bought it, and I, I beat Spyro 1, and I am about halfway through Spyro 2, and then I stopped playing my PS4. Um, I really haven't turned my PS4 on much. Um, but my uh I adore this game. I'm actually gonna hang out with our good friend's wife at some point so she can play it. I'm gonna bring my PlayStation over and be like, now you can play Spyro because she's like, oh, I grew up on Spyro. It's really cool that they're remaking it. I go, Jess, they're not remit. they're not just like it's not just a re release. because yeah. what do you mean in a short videos and shit? She's like, This is amazing. I was like, We're playing Jess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it looks really pretty and I definitely like Spyro more than Crash.
0: And, and it, it plays better than Crash did. I, I know if you are at all familiar with the Insane Trilogy, which isn't necessarily bad. Like I said, I played the Insane Trilogy on my Switch, and I think it worked better because the portable mode lowers the frame rate. Anyway, um, it plays way better than that. Like, I'm not running into the same problems I was running into that. This feels just like I'm playing Spyro. Yeah. But, like, pretty <laughs> instead of blocky. But, yeah, it's really neat um speaking of blocky fallout 76 exists yeah
1: that's um, a game if you want to call it one
0: so i love fallout no let me rephrase that i love some fallout my favorite fallout game is fallout new vegas because fallout new vegas is great um fallout 3 is okay um but like fallout 3 allowed fallout new vegas to exist which is fine fallout 3 the capital wastelands cool it's not perfect, but it's cool. Um, Fallout New Vegas is not made exclusively by Bethesda. It's published by Bethesda, but was made by a company named Obsidian who makes great games. Um, Obsidian continues to make great games. I have a new game coming out that I'm going to buy the fuck out of because I like Obsidian. Um, and New Vegas is complex and interesting and has some of the best DLC in my life to the point where it made me feel things, and I don't feel things, Nick. Um, Fallout 4 was what it was, it wasn't perfect, but it was really cool to see the engine upgraded I don't want to say updated, because they didn't really update the engine, but it looked better and, um, overall was my same thoughts on Fallout 3 because Obsidian makes a better Fallout game Uh, Fallout 76 is a steaming pile of shit, because they thought (laughs) they thought that we would all become NPCs in that world, and we're not we want to be the hero of that world, not an NPC Right, we're NPCs in everyday life. We don't want to be NPCs in that world.
1: Yeah, and like, I
0: don't know. And then you have all that bullshit with that fucking canvas bag, and right. then you, because Fallout thought, of, because Bethesda thought they could do a little bait and switch, and then fucking, um, the game requires you to always be online, but the game's not always online, so it makes it really hard to play, and um, no one's playing the game because shit. So. I don't know what they were thinking and I doubt they can recover properly from this PR disaster. Um, I just hope that Elder Scrolls 6 is better.
1: Than the space game. I yeah. forget what
0: it was called. Yeah, whatever. Let's move on to something good. Yeah. And it, Because Fallout 76 is so disappointing and I'm mad about it. I just got mad. I, I, you just made me angry. Let's talk about Pokemon Let's Go.
1: Yeah, Pokemon Let's Go. And it's Pokemon games for babies. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It was fun. It it was it entertained me for for the time it needed to. It killed time. It killed <laughs> it killed time. But it killed time
0: in a way that I had a lot of fun.
1: Right. I said this before in a previous episode. It wasn't what I wanted out of a Pokemon game, but it achieved what it set out to do, and I can't fault it for that. But I still had a blast playing it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun playing this game. Um, I. It's a it's a great game if you. Haven't played Pokemon
0: in a while. If you haven't played Pokemon in a while, if you haven't played Pokemon ever, or if you have kids and you want to introduce them to Pokemon, that's who this game is for.
1: Yes. Um. Even even if you played Pokemon, if you have played every single Pokemon, you'll probably still have fun with this.
0: Yeah. Nick and I have played a lot of Pokemon. Nick's played way more than I have, and we both really enjoyed this game. Yeah. Um. For what it was, it was definitely it's a remake of the original Pokemon game, but like remade for the Switch with great graphics uh, and more interesting things. It's got the same catch system as Pokemon Go. Uh, I think the link up with Pokemon Go is really, really fun and really, really cool. You just evolved your Belltan speaking of.
1: Yeah, I finally got my Meltan to evolve, because um, if you trade over something from Go to this Let's go, you get a box that activates that pretty much acts as an incense in your Pokemon Go game and it just spawned Meltan. So they recently updated the box to spawn more Meltan in the thirty minute period. Mm-hmm. Um, I pineapp every single one. And I also did the recent one, because we're in, in the winter event, and the winter event, like the first week of it, or whatever, had double candy. Yep. So I pretty much had double candy, pineapped, and even more melt spawning. So I, I easily got a over 400 candy. And uh, evolved it, and now I have a metal Hooray. Hooray, <laughs> right, you got a big strong thing. I got a strong big thing.
0: metal boy. Got a big metal boy. Yeah. But yeah, I... Um... I uh it, it was really fun. I I really did like it for what it was and um like I said I, I really want to I have a couple of friends that have never played a Pokemon game that want to get into it. I'm like, guys, we am going to play some Pokemon Let's Go.
1: So, the Messenger also came out this year. Uh, I played it. I know Josh didn't because it, it's more platformer and Josh isn't really that type of his game.
0: Yeah, I'm not good at
1: uh jumping. But uh I really like this game. Uh I picked it up on the recommendation of uh, a bunch uh, obviously it was getting a lot of praise online and one of the YouTubers I watched the completeness praised the hell out of this game so I was like "All right, I'll pick it up it was really fun it was a ninja game platformer you know you gotta gotta save the world type quest and then it uh, had so much referential like fourth wall humor that was great with the shopkeeper I've talked about it and gone into detail. I'm not going to do it again here. Um, I'll let you experience it for yourself or if you've already heard me talk about it. Um, and then the the twist of the time travel and how they deal with the time travel is great. Again, I've mentioned it before. I'm not going to mention it again here. If you, if you like platformers, pick it up. It's great.
0: Okay, now I want to talk about re-releases. Between the Nintendo Switch being a thing and um just re-releases being more common in general i i think this is where we sh- we should all lump them together um to talk about games that were re-released this year that we may have experienced for the first time or that we also think is okay for them to be re-released so uh first off we have Bayonetta 1 and 2 this is my first time playing Bayonetta and it was great i i had a great time playing Bayonetta 1 and 2 uh payday 2 i played that game more than nick liked i still like that game
1: yeah I'm pretty sure the the beginning ep- the episodes at the beginning this year were we'll all me complaining about josh playing payday 2 um outlast 2 came
0: out for the switch which i bought again because i loved outlast 2 donkey kong tropical freeze donkey kong country tropical freeze uh was re-released on the switch because any game that was good on the wii u got ported to the switch and yeah, pretty uh, um, much I, I really like Donkey Kong Country, and I had a blast playing Tropical Freeze. We both bought Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Yeah,
1: it was, because my, it was my first time playing it. Because past second. statement. <laughs> because past statement applies. Um, and it was, yeah, my first time playing it. It had all the DLC uh, from and the, both the Wii U yeah. and the 3DS version into one, so it was a good time to pick it
0: up. And it, it was a blast to play together. To, not together, but it was a blast just to play. Yeah. Like we, we had a lot of fun playing this game way more hours in it than I did originally on the Wii U um, Dark Souls Remastered came out which looks great and I'm glad that you can get Dark
1: Souls on one con all, all Dark Souls on one console um, yeah I got the so I got it for the I got Dark Souls Remastered for the Switch because um, I never played Dark Souls I've only played Bloodborne and it's one of my favorite games so I wanted to go through the Dark Souls games um so I'm really glad they put it on the Switch like I, we freaked the fuck out when it was announced like I'm sure it's in an episode somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure it's in an episode um, somewhere. Uh I still haven't finished it cuz it kind of got pushed, pushed aside, aside for like games. Pokemon and other the games. Um but I will go back. I am planning on going back to it cuz I I had a been having a blast playing it. I also got the collection of 1 2 and 3 on ps4 i got the limited edition steel cover which is gorgeous it's so pretty. for my birthday so when i finished one on my switch i'll go play two and three on my playstation yeah.
0: which are great games in themselves
1: yeah um uh hollow knight which you fell in love with yeah hollow knight came out which has been out for a while but it came out on the switch and i picked it up because i've always had an interest in playing hollow knight i heard people praise it and the art always really intrigued me um so I wanted to pick it up but I always said I wanted it on my Switch and they had na- had announced it for the Switch but it was like th- they like kept pushing it back because it wasn't ready which I'm fine with um, but it finally came out this year and I picked it up and God did it quickly become one of my favorite games ever and I put so many hours into it and I just love this game to pieces. I know you do. You talk I've, all about it. All I've the sung time. its praises so much in past episodes.
0: In in past episodes, we've talked about how I have this effect on making people buy games just purely on zealousness. Yeah. I own Hollow Knight because Nick loves this game so much. And someday I will play it. Yeah. I bought Hollow Knight on sale because Nick was like, Josh, I know you don't like Metroidvania's, but you should try it. You should try it. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was ten bucks. So I'll buy it. Yeah. Uh so uh, Fortnite Battle Royale got its Switch release, which I played more often than I'm proud of. Yeah, I played a little bit with you, but not much. I still don't really care for this game. But Night Trap 25th Anniversary Edition exists. <laughs> the reason I put this on the list is because it affects our lives more often, more than you would think. The ESRB exists because of Mortal Kombat and Night Trap. Yep. Because Night Trap freaked people out. <laughs> and during the court proceedings, this is on record, one of the Nintendo execs said Night Trap will never be released again. Showed you. 2018. Night Trap, 25th anniversary edition for the Nintendo Switch. If you like this shit as much as I do, you should pick it up. Night Trap's a gift. Night Trap is bad. It's so <laughs> it's fucking so bad. bad. But it's such a gift, and it has a physical release now. It's
1: great.
2: You
0: could go buy a physical copy of Night Trap at the store, which hasn't been able to do since, like, the 80s. It's fucking neat. Yep. Um, next up we have Monster Hunters Generations Ultimate, which is a lot of words. I played this game. This is the only Monster Hunter I played this year. Because <laughs> it came out on the Switch. But um it's a lot of fun. It's night it's Monster Hunter Generations. It's cool. Uh PUBG got its re- its final release on uh consoles. Did you hear me break? Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, PUBG got its final release on consoles again. N- didn't play it because I liked Fortnite more. Because everyone liked Fortnite more because it was the better game. Yeah, but um, it, it's it's there. Uh, Undertale got released, comma again. Um, that's cool because I own it now. Yeah, Nick owns
1: it now. So because yeah, I, it, yeah, I own it now on my Switch, and I will get to it. Even though I know what happens because I've watched people play it, and we did a lore episode on it. I still want to play it myself. You should because I love this game. Um, and I will get to and, it.
0: And you, just because we did a lore episode on it, you didn't see all the jokes. It's fun. No, I know. Um, Luigi's Mansion got a re-release on the 3DS, which is really neat because it kind of sets up the new games coming out. Um, and finally, Diablo 3 Eternal Collection was released on the Nintendo Switch. Merry Christmas.
1: Yeah, I just got that for Christmas.
0: Um, so, uh, and if you haven't played Diablo 3 before, now is your time to pick it up because the Nintendo Switch does a great job porting this game.
1: I mean, I guess we can also mention your gift real quick. You got oh yes, you got Starlink Battle for Nick and I
0: bought Nick and I bought each other Christmas presents. Um, however, we were recording this on December twenty eighth, seventh, um, and uh, we we exchanged them like last night slash t- t- like a, an hour ago. So um, we actually haven't gotten to do anything with them yet. But Nick got me Starlink. Um, which I've been wanting to try because if you get it for the Nintendo Switch, uh, you get Fox McCloud as a character and the R wing as a ship. And holy shit! So he got me the physical copy. Um, that came with like an R wing because yeah, Starlink like a... has this whole toy kind of aspect to it. Yeah. Um, which I don't care about because it is what it is. It gets, it gets super expensive. It gets super expensive, and I have enough of those dumb hobbies. But he got me the physical edition because it comes with the R-Wing and it comes with Fox McCloud as physical things and they look so neat. Yeah, it looks I, really I have cool. it like right next to me right now because we were talking about it right before we recorded and it looks so neat and it'll look great on a shelf. Yeah. Like no matter what, no matter my thoughts on the game, this is the shit and this is going to look great on a shelf. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then I got him uh, Diablo 3 Eternal Collection because we'd been talking about it forever so I picked it up for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then finally, the the release to show all releases came out this year, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate.
1: Yeah. Which
0: uh, Nick and I will be playing deep into next year. Oh God, yeah. And at parties from now until the end of time.
1: This game's a goddamn gift. Ah, we don't deserve it. (laughs) We really
0: don't. Um, and, and so so I've been dealing a lot with Nintendo support lately. My Nintendo, my my Nintendo. Account was on an old email I don't have access to anymore. They switched that over, and my piranha plant code got sent to that email. They sent me a new code. Nintendo support doesn't suck; it's great. Yeah, I use (laughs) them. They're super helpful.
1: Yeah, I use them. My left Joy-Con was having the sync issues where, like, it just wouldn't register. So, like, it was back when I was playing Breath of the Wild and stuff, and I would just run off in a direction and keep running.
0: (laughs) Run forever, (laughs) Link.
1: Um, so, like, it got to the point where it was just really annoying, and, like, I would, like, yeah, you would, like, hold the Joy-Con behind your leg, and, like, it would cut the signal out, and I was, like, all right we can't be having this. So, I, like, I contacted them, uh, to see if I could, like, have it sent it and fixed, and it was, like, a really easy process. So, I've never had an issue with Nintendo support.
0: But, yeah, they've been great with me, um, I'm just happy to get my Piranha Plant code that I actually deserve. Um... It's yeah, and the game itself is incredible. Uh, right now, I'm trying to master Ridley.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just finished 100%ing Adventure Mode. Oh, which Adventure Mode like was really fun. 30 hours to 100%. Dude, it was so much longer than I thought. Oh my god, I just kept going, and I was okay with that. I was too, but like I would do it in like super long periods because, like, All right, I'm gonna finish it, and I would do it for super long periods, and I would just be exhausted. I'm like, why is it one in the morning? Why the fuck is this game over? <laughs> why am I still going? Man, there's still more spirits. There's another map. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. but It was, it was great. so good though. It was great. Uh, played a bunch of Incineroar at the end of Adventure Mode and I'm super in on that character now. Um, Even though his recovery is still butt. It is, but I've learned to manage it a bit better.
0: Yeah, me too, because you've got to side dash and then you can use yeah. side dash and then you can go up and do his recovery and it works way better.
1: Right. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I... Dark Pit has replaced Pit as one of my mains, because in Smash 4, my mains were Villager and Pit. Yep. Uh, so Dark Pit replaced that, because I kind of like him better in this game. Um, and his Smash doesn't suck ass like Pits. <laughs> yeah, I've been I, playing... Pitt's Pits Smash in this game.
0: Inkling still, and then a lot of fucking Ridley. I really like that character. I think all of you are sleeping on Ridley.
1: I probably am. Like I said, I played him once. At a friend's house, and I didn't care much for him, but it was also in a party setting with like a bunch of people. And the first
0: time I played Ridley, I was like, I'm not feeling this.
1: But then, like, I went back and I was like, I, you know what, I want to try this character again. Yeah. And I, I was like, I definitely have to do that. Ooh, now okay. that I, now that I finished adventure mode, I'm definitely going to dip into pl- trying other characters because I, yeah. I want to get good with some people. Like I said, I want to get, I want to get good with Zelda and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, I'll definitely give Ridley another shot. Yeah. He's a big, it's... he's a big dragon. He's, he's a, gotta be fun. He's a big space dragon. <laughs> he's gotta be fun. Um
0: So now we should talk about Pokemon Go. Um Nick and I obviously still play Pokemon Go. He got me re-hooked on it. Um so let's talk about how Pokemon Go has changed just this year alone. So the first update that we got to po- first massive update we got to Pokemon Go this year was Friends, Gifts, and Trading, which holy shit isn't that a fucking update. That feels like it was forever ago now. Yeah. But like it was this year. Right, so you're able to add friends on Pokemon Go. You are able to send them gifts every day, uh,
1: which can help build your uh, friend level with that person. Dude, I, so speaking of that, because like you get, there's like four levels of friendship. There's good, great, ultra, ultra and best. best. Um, best friends give you a hundred thousand experience. Yeah. The other day, I did a l- a five star raid. Caught it, it was a Heatran, caught a new Pokemon. So that's catching a Pokemon, doing a five star raid, catching a Pokemon, registering it to a Dex. And then immediately after, I opened gifts from four people that I was saving and immediately became best friends with four of them with Lucky Egg on. I got so much fucking experience. Oh Holy shit. Um, And then you had, they had a trading, which uh, you can trade Pokemon with your friends now. Thank and- God. Isn't that fucking something we've always wanted? Yeah. It was always like, hey, I have this Pokemon and you don't, but you, I have this Pokemon you want. And like, now you could like trade it. Uh, and like the Stardust, the cost for some of it is fucking ridiculous. Like trading with like random people on like Discord. is like a pain in the ass because it's kind of like, hey, I have this thing. I have this thing. I kind of want a shiny, which is a million Stardust for good friends. Let's spend a month becoming ultra friends so we can afford this and then we'll trade. That's like kind of a pain in the ass, but like the, just adding trading was great.
0: Um, shiny Pokemon are a thing now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that started just this year. Cause I know it was just shiny Magikarp for a while. Yeah. I don't but know if that now, was last year, but now it became so much more of a big thing this year because this year they started community days, Yeah, which was a day or sometimes a weekend. Uh, specifically to a specific Pokemon that would spawn like crazy and have shiny chances raised. And they did one every month starting in January, all the way to November. And then this in December they did a day a uh, weekend where all the previous months community days Pokemon spawned. Um so it was great. Yeah, and then uh lucky Pokemon are a
0: thing now where you can get a Pokemon that is has a chance to be lucky whenever you trade them. Um And lucky Pokemon require less Stardust to power up. And um, so you can get their CP maxed out pretty fast. Uh, I have a lucky Pokemon. The first Pokemon you and I traded. No. The first Alolan Pokemon you and I traded was a lucky Sandshrew. Like, when I got it, it was lucky. It's like the only lucky Pokemon I've gotten so far.
1: I have, like, a lucky Abra. That's all right. But I have... So when Beldum Day happened, me and bro on our way driving home, I just took his phone and we traded all of our extra Beldums. We just traded so all of them. So you guys got lucky ones? So I have two lucky Beldums, and then we just had the day, we just had the December Community Day where like everything came back. Yeah. So like, one of the lucky Beldoms I evolved so now it has Meteor Mash and it, w- it was like super easy to level up to max That's because awesome. of the thing. So it was really worth it.
2: What else
0: is there for Pokemon Go other than PvP?
1: Um, so oh, was- New Generations. Yeah, they added Gen 4 uh, recently. Uh, they started rolling it out. Um, they're still rolling it out. Like, they just came out with a, a couple more yep. for the Christmas update. Which Christmas. I don't know why they didn't add Frostlass and Mammoth Swine. It's dumb. F- fuck, do I know? Um, I think, like, I'm pretty sure we got raid battles this year. Uh, Ray, it says right here if you walk through the
0: world. Both of these are part of the Raid System battle that Pokemon Go added in 2017. It was the end of 2017 they added Raid Battles. Okay. But Raid Battles have gotten only
1: better. Yeah, they got only better. Um, they added, they change very frequently or the month. Um, did we get Field Research at the end yep. of the last year, too? Or field there's...
0: Research was this year, beginning of this year.
1: Yep. So we got Field Research this year, which was uh, quests, small quests you get from Spinning Pokestops. Which are great. And they either give you items or Pokemon encounters. So they hid uh, a couple of Pokemon specifically to just to those, mm-hmm. like Spinda, uh, for, for example, and uh, Ninkata, stuff like that. And they also had uh, Research Breakthroughs, which was um, completing a research task that you have from a stop. Uh, once a day, you get a stamp. You do it seven days. You get uh, experience, items, stardust, and then you can encounter a specific Pokemon that changed every month. They did. Um, they did
0: everything from the three legendary dogs to Snorlax. Like yeah, yeah
1: they, they did. did. I think they went through the three birds, the three beasts, Snorlax, Shedinja, and then now we're in because we're the for what they've done for December is kind of like. Everything, yeah, like, like everything that's been happening this year. Here's all the stuff, like community day. Here's all if the you community missed day it mods. Here you go. Here's your chance. Which I just saw a news update today that oh, this is gonna. Here's me being triggered. They're extending the breakthrough research till the end of February. So to the end of February, you can get Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, Rayquensee, Suicune, and now Lugi and Hoho. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Give me new Hey Remember when we've only had Kyogre And uh, Kyogre in the raids twice Latios yeah. and Latias, Groudon and Rayquaza In there once Yeah Where the fuck are those Yeah I hope they bring those back more next year. Damn it I'm so sick of the goddamn birds Yeah You have no idea how I'm sick of the birds I have I am. Them all Like I've we had just had a weekend where With Lug- birds. With Lugia and ho spawning yeah. I know Niantic I'm sick of the fucking birds
0: but what I'm not sick of is they finally added something that we've always wanted in Pokemon Go, which is PvP. Yeah. That just came, that just rolled out not too long ago. It's fucking neat. Yeah, it's
1: pretty dope. You can fight, you can fight the, um, you can fight your friends and you can fight the three, um, leaders of each team, which is really neat. And you have a chance to get Stardust or a chance to get, this is now how you get Stones. Yep. Um, which you need to evolve all the Sinnoh Pokemon? The Sinnoh like fourth evolution exclusive mods, or like second for my Hodgecrow!
0: My favorite Pokemon is fucking the Murkrow Hodgecrow line. And I have a Hodgecrow now,
1: and I'm so excited. Yeah. And then obviously they added the the connection to Let's Go, which we talked about when we talked about Let's Go.
0: But yeah, that Pokemon Go fucking evolved. Yeah, um, it's great. That's about what I had to talk about. Is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: No. Do you want to maybe best game in your opinion? I bet my favorite
2: game of of 2018.
0: That's a rough one. I know. It's either God of War, Spider Man, or Smash. I'm leaning towards Smash yeah. because that's most recent in my mind.
2: Um. <sighs> I mean, Smash might be my...
1: See, that's so recently biased. Smash might be my favorite. I'm definitely going to play it. I'm definitely going to most... play it
0: more, but I think I'm going to have better memories with Spider-Man. Yeah. As a game itself. I think I think Smash I'm going to play a lot because I play Smash Bros. with my friends. But like, I think Spider-Man as a
2: game I'll have better memories with. Yeah. Or even God of War. Because I had a lot of good times with God of War. I resonate
0: harder with Spider-Man. Weirdly enough, you'd think that me being the history nerd I am would like God of War more, but Spider-Man really hit me in my feels.
1: No, yeah, I had such a smile the entire time I was playing that game. Yeah. So, so if I were to say my... The
0: best ongoing game of 2018 will be Smash Bros. Because I'm going to continue playing Smash Bros. forever. No, oh, yeah. Um, But I'd probably say my favorite game of 2018 was, was
1: Spider-Man. Yeah, I'd so too. I was so looking forward. Like, all I talked about like the beginning of the year was how much I was looking forward to playing Spider-Man and we
0: played it and it lived up to its hype, which is right. Rare. Which was great. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to say Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. I have to agree with that. Um,
0: no D and D corner this week, just because we've gone way over. Yeah, this Episode's long. Um, check us out on social media. We are on both Instagram and Twitter at Navi underscore tales again at Navi underscore tales. Um, join our discord uh the link's post- the link is our pinned tweet on twitter um send us pictures of your new year celebrations and uh from us to you we hope you had a good new year yeah uh let's dive into 2019 head first and hope the best there we go
1: can't be a podcast episode without Josh saying dive in
2: love you bye, bye. check us out on social media. We're on both Instagram and
0: Twitter at Navi un- underscore under dunder. Uh, this is bring- the first Christmas and I think since they were released that I didn't get any Amiibos for Christmas.
1: Is that a bad thing? Uh, I don't think I've ever gotten Amiibos for Christmas. I think I usually bought them myself.
0: You're usually the one who gets me Amiibos for Christmas, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got you Ness.
0: You got me Ness that one year C- and you got me the ago. two uh, ones I was missing for the Link one for the Zelda collection. Yeah. Apparently, the two, the two guardians. The guardians have skyrocketed in price. Fuck.
1: <laughs> Guess I'm never getting those.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was talking with Alec about amiibos because both of us collect, and I and we were talking about what our most expensive amiibos is. He goes, "I think mine's Gold Mario." I go, "Oh, Gold Mario ain't shit to me anymore." I, I wonder God- what
1: mine is because I- they're reprinting a lot of the Smash ones, so they're probably gonna come back down.
0: Yeah, but like mine are none of none of mine are
1: the Smash ones. No, I know. I don't think. I think all my non Smash ones are pretty common.
0: The most expensive Smash one I bought was Chic, but Sheik just got reprinted. I mean,
1: I got them. I know I need to pick that up. Yeah, you do. I um, well, I mean, I all the Smash ones I had, I've never paid more than normal price for because I got them all at normal price. I didn't. You have can to still
0: go, go to Best Buy later
1: if you want. I didn't. I didn't have to go over or five below. Oh, we can see if they have, to, have anything. They're, they're good. actually not far from each other. Though. No, I know. See if they have anything good because yeah. Uh, it's usually what I've been Casey, seeing.
0: Casey sent me a picture the other day when she was there, and it looked like there was a lot of Palutina. Oh,
1: I I would 100 percent pick up a Palutena for five was bucks. There's a lot of Animal Crossing. Yeah, obviously. that's what I see. I see a lot of Animal Crossing. I see a lot of Ryu. Um, and then some Falco, some was very rarely Roy, and very rarely Palutena. But if there's a fuck ton of Palutena, I'm gonna pick one up for five bucks because that's worth it to me. Let's see, I'm trying to think of what else. Like, I don't think anyone... oh, there's a
0: lot of toad <laughs> oh boy a lot of toad a lot of kirby I'll pick up a fucking toad amiibo for five bucks see this bucks. thing I...
1: <laughs> I like that kirby better because it's the I want that I want that ddd that kirby I like better because he's on the I have the, the smash star. kirby but I like that one better because he's on the warp star
0: you can go to five below <laughs> but I don't really need another kirby but um dude you don't need another kirby how many links do I have yeah, right. fuck you <laughs> <clears throat> I have one two three four five Five
2: links, and then I have how much is uh how much is what? Midna. Oh, six links, because I forgot eight bit link. But like my <laughs> Samus is from the
0: Metroid collection because I like that Samus better than the Smash Samus.
1: Like fifty-five on Amazon. How much is Skyward Sword Link? <laughs> oh
0: god. Uh, that I think is the most expensive one I have.
1: Uh on Amazon it's forty-six.
0: Oh, eBay, I think it's like 100
1: Yeah, I'm sure eBay is. The Guardians
0: is. are a bitch to find, too. Uh,
1: eBay. Uh, Skyward Sword on eBay is twenty three
0: ninety six. Oh, really? I thought it was the
1: opposite. Uh, What are hey.
2: most expensive amiibo? <laughs> Misprints are obviously. Yeah. Martha's back down because I think it reprinted come back out. The original Samus printing had it at 2500. What the f-
1: I think I have an original Samus.
0: Princess Peach is pretty high. Luigi villagers Why? at like 70 bucks according to this website. I
1: villager. It, is it the uh, Yeah, it's probably the first wave with the fucked up eyes.
0: Yep. First wave.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I don't I think I have this the one with the f- fixed eyes.
0: Yeah, these are all first waves.
1: Yeah. My Martha's first wave because you can just tell when you look at its face. Yeah. It's just garbage. $65. Yeah, I have that. For first wave Martha. I got it when they re-released it with one of the other waves. Whatever wave Charizard came out with, they re-released Marth with that wave yeah. too. So I picked it up.
0: November 27. Okay. I believe this one more. Most hard to find a meme. The Squid Sisters. Yup. Ocarina of Time Link. Yup. Is it? I The fucking Toon Pack which is a bitch.
1: Yes. Yeah. Is that the only way you can get Zelda? No, you can get Zelda. Toon uh, Zelda?
0: Yeah, you can get her separate. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're the Squid Sisters, the Ocarina of Time Link, uh, Toon Link, Zelda, Wind Waker, Double Pack, 82 bucks on Amazon. Fuck you. Cool. The Wedding Crashers Party, which is the, or the Mario Peach Wedding Pack. Uh, Mario Peach Bowser Wedding Pack is pretty
1: rare. Um, Corin. uh, Player Two, Corin. I know the one that should have. I so when those amiibos came out, they did a. They They did did the double series, yeah. No, they did a four pack, and it was Cloud, Player One, and Player Two. Player One, Bayonetta, and Player One, Corin. And it was a four pack. Yeah, and you bought the four pack. I bought the four pack. They put the. I'm glad the short haired Bayonetta was Player One, but I'm pissed. Female. I'm going back to this. I'm pissed. Female Corin wasn't Player One, so I have male Corin, but I want female Corin.
0: Inc. the Splatoon 3, the, the original Splatoon 3 pack, yep. 80 bucks on Amazon.
1: I got that when it
0: came out. I got that. With that Charizard wave. I got that for 40 bucks at Bowser's Basement. Because they actually have them. <clears throat> and again, Player 2, Bayonetta is pretty fucking hard to find. Rosalina and Luma are hard to find. Uh Gold and Silver Mario. That was hard
1: to find when it came out. Somebody, well, somebody got Rosalina and Luma, the smash one. Yeah, they were the hardest to find. Uh that was that was hard when it came out. Somebody got me that as a gift. Um Gold and
0: Silver Mario, obviously. I bought Gold <laughs> Mario as soon as they reprinted it. I want I know this is rare. Bye. They and still then think they're um Yarn Poochie.
1: <sighs> it's so adorable. So adorable. I have yarn I have one of the yarn Yoshis.
0: Yarn Poochie? You wanna know where I found Yarn Poochie the other day?
1: Where? The Nintendo store. That makes sense. Yeah, Yarn Yoshi's adorable. I think I got it with the game. Like I got, I bought, I bought that bundle. Oh, it yeah. bundled with the one of the Amiibos, kind of like how they did with Twilight. So I Princess. guess
0: technically the most expensive Amiibos I have are the three pack of Splatoon.
1: I guess is, technically that'd be mine too.
0: Yeah, because Ocarina of Time Link is forty five. <clears throat> yep. Um, the wedding three pack, which I did buy, is seventy five. And the um, original Splatoon three pack is eighty. No, the most expensive one you have is originally and Luma.
2: Is it really eighty eight? Holy shit!
0: Uh, Gold Mario seventy eight.
2: I mean, they're cheap on fucking Amazon, uh, eBay, like in the twenties. Are oh, they buying now? Yeah. Oh well, it's
1: weird. I mean, it's infinite. the The Smash one is infinitely better than the uh, Mario Party one. It's the Smash one. Yeah, I know, but the it's infinitely better than the uh, Mario Party one.
0: Okay, how about we record a podcast?
1: Nah, <laughs> man, let's just
0: talk about fucking Amiibos more. This has
1: become the Amiibo. Podcast.
0: I'll do an Amiibo podcast. I don't give a shit. I could probably do it. The Octoling. I haven't bought them yet. If we go Amiibo hunting later. And they have them anywhere.
1: I'm buying them. Original three pack, seventy three fifty. Yeah, buy it now.
0: Yeah, and I have the original three pack. So I have the original three pack. I have the Splatoon two. This
1: guy's this guy's selling the NFC tags only to the Octoling pack.
0: Okay, I I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, there's people like me because I don't buy Amiibos for their to keep them in the packages. I buy them and use them. Yeah, but I'd rather have the figure. I don't... I'd rather have a figure, too. But there's some people who just want the UFC tag so they can use them. So, like, Breath of the Wild stuff, I can see. I guess. I have everything you can get in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> if if you can get it in Breath of the Wild, I have the amiibo for it.
1: Except the Guardian.
0: Yeah, but, like, you don't get anything from the Guardian. Yeah, I guess. Like, I'm talking, like, gear and stuff. <clears throat> if you can do or gear and weapons. If you can do it,
2: I have it. <laughs> The Guardian is still fucking huge. I have no room
1: Same thing with, uh...
2: Like, where am I... Like, this is
0: going to one of these shelves. Like
1: Same thing with the fucking Detective Pikachu one. I still want it, though. I just want it because it's fucking
0: outrageous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. I can hear myself better than I've ever heard myself before. That's uncomfortable.
2: I... (laughs) Let me, like, fucking sit comfortably. Let's get comfy boys Let's get fucking comfy
1: Talk about some games Talk about some games
0: I feel like we should cold open this one Just for old time's sake (laughs) For all the people that For all the people who don't want us to cold open anymore I feel like we should cold open this one Because you know This doesn't Whatever Like this is the This is a This is a special episode I feel like for old time's sake We should cold open Just Mostly because I like hearing my voice with this headset. Oh, you just want to hear yourself. <laughs> yeah, I just want to hear myself now. And it, and it sounds like a narcissism thing, but, but it's absolutely just I can actually hear myself for the first time. Right. It's like night and day, Nick. Like, woo, woo I can woo, hear all that. Woo. Would you look at that? Aren't new toys fun? This so much fun. New toys are so fun. <laughs> Do I look like I'm a professional? Super. You're very professional now. I mean, <laughs> you know it. Nothing is more professional than wearing your brand new headset over your brand new hat. Yeah. I'm real fucking hyped about this hat, I gotta say.
1: I, I figured. It's a
0: Bruins dad hat. It's a Bruins dad hat. It's so me. Because <laughs> I started wearing dad hats because I haven't gotten a haircut, <clears throat> but now I'm finally getting a haircut.
1: There you go. Yeah. And I'm still gonna wear hats.
0: Okay, I rarely do this, but I have to piss like a motherfucker. That's fine. So give me a sec. Yeah.
1: Josh went to pee. He left me all alone as he had to go pee. Trying to record a podcast and he had to go pee. Couldn't hold it in. Bladder was gonna blow. I said, let's keep going. We gotta record. And he said no. I'm going to fucking stop
2: this now. Oh, where, oh, where has my family gone? Oh, where, oh, where could they be?
0: No idea where the fuck I my went family is. upstairs and they weren't there. I have no idea where my family is, but if they went out to go get ice cream, I'm literally leaving them. How dare they not invite me? How dare
2: they not invite me to go get fucking ice cream? I'm a chubby little boy, and I want to keep it that way.